Frank football team. We, we were from this town. We are from the town that had a great. I know, we're, we're, I think we're using past tense. Another loss, everybody. Another loss. Put it in the loss column. We are one and three on the season. Now, I know this is called the Pittsburgh Sports and At Podcast. But the only Pittsburgh sport going right now, in, in not in preseason, and obviously the Pirates didn't make the postseason, which baseball is just bogus. And welcome to the Pittsburgh Sports and That Podcast. I'm Josh McCuga, joined always by the bum. What's up, Josh? Hey, bum. A bum. I'm pissed. I know, bum. I know. I know. It's brutal. It's brutal. We stink. It's tough. I don't think we stink as a team. I, I, may, I just think our offense is so bad that our defense can't be on the field that long. But let me. I'm going to talk about baseball real quick before we get into football. Because... I think as a, as a person that used to love baseball, used to play baseball, used to watch baseball, especially when the pirates were good. Okay. I know being a kid and playing baseball and da 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 Cause my little nephew loves baseball. Dude. I love that little kid. He's a hell of a kid at Luke. He's a good dude. He plays baseball hard. He play. He does everything. He's a fan hard. He cries when we lose just like I do. Okay. The bum cries after every loss. He goes out on his porch and he cries alone. Okay. His wife is making dinner and that, and he's outside crying. He's been waiting on a victory cigar all season long, but guess what? The bum, he's pissed. All right, bum, we'll get to you in a second. I just want to talk baseball real quick. All right, this is the last time the Pittsburgh Pirates made the playoffs, I believe, was 2015. Now, before that, it was 1992. Well, we had like 2014, 2015. Last time they were in the playoffs. I'm going to look it up. Um, uh, okay. Here we go. Um, well, the our first playoff appearance was in 1903. Okay. We, we lost to the Boston Americans. In the Boston. So 2015, we, uh, we played the Chicago Cubs in the NL wild card, and we lost the game for nothing. year before that, we played the San Francisco Giants in the NL wild card game, lost eight to nothing. And the year before that, we actually got to the NL division, divisional round against the Cardinals and lost that series three to two. After being up, I believe, two nothing. I'm, I can't remember how that series went. I kind of blacked it out. And we actually won in 2013 the NL wild card against the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. So 2013, 2014, 2015, we had a good team, enough to make playoffs. Enough to get the city of Pittsburgh excited about baseball again. And then, just like Pittsburgh has been known to do since 1992, when the Atlanta Braves beat us in Game 7 as Sid Bream slid into home on a weak throw from old noodle arm Barry Bonds in, sh- in shallow left field to a catcher not covering the plate from a reliever that we hadn't played all season, the Pirates have just sold off talent. They have sold off talent. They have not kept talent. They have not embraced the city's love of baseball at all. They built a brand new stadium only to fill it with a perennial, not loser, not a loser, a joke. The Pirates, a once proud franchise, World Series champions in 1974, World Series champions in 1971, World Series Series champions in 1960 against the Yankees on a Bill Mazeroski Game 7 winning home run in Old Forbes Field. 
a once proud franchise. Playoffs, 1970, 71, 72, 74, 75, 19, well, then we took the 80s off, apparently. 1990, 1991, 1992, and then didn't go again for 21 more years. Now, here is my problem with baseball, and here is my problem with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Give them to him, Josh. You let him know, because the bum's got an opinion, too, and bum, I can't wait to hear it. The problem with baseball is that a majority of teams at the beginning of the season have zero chance based solely on salary cap. The game, the, the league has no parity because the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And sometimes there are blips on radars where the not so rich teams do a little better. The Oakland A's have figured it out. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. But guess what? The Oakland A's aren't in the playoffs. The San Francisco Giants pay big money. The Los Angeles Dodgers pay huge money. Guess where they are? In the playoffs. The New York Yankees lost last night to the Boston Red Sox. Two huge salary franchises. One's in, one's out. These teams that spend all the money make the playoffs. The teams that don't, that sell off the talent to make a profit, just expect fans to show up And the diehard fans, guess what? They are dying off. The diehard fans of baseball, the baseball audience is getting older and older and older. And you are getting new fans in hockey, in baseball, in the NBA. Do you know why? Because there's parity in the league. There's parity. There is zero parity in baseball. It sucks, Josh. You're right, bum. It's brutal. There's no parity in the league. And guess what? In a game where there is 163, Donnie, how many games are in in a baseball season? Donnie, I think it's 163. Am I right? You're a baseball fan. 162. Donnie just holds up fingers. Thank you, Donnie. 162 games. You're telling me over a 162-game season, you have a one-game wild card playoff? to then make the playoffs one game in baseball. Guess what? One game does not a season make. That is absolute horse shit. Baseball needs to take a look in itself and say, if we want more people to show up to games and be invested, you shorten. And I know it's uh, baseball is all about stats. Nobody gives a crap except baseball diehards. And like I said, baseball is dying off. I'm talking about cousins and family members who used to love baseball who no longer care or watch. You shorten the regular season, you put more teams in the playoffs, and you take the teams that don't make the playoffs and put them in a loser's bracket playoff format because guess what? Baseball, nobody gets injured. You put them in a baseball loser's playoff format to play for draft picks because that is the only way you're going to make that money back of home games and money and people and vendors and vending machines and everything. I watched the final, the the season finale of the pirates game. I tuned in for all of 10 seconds. There was literally nobody in the crowd. The only time people in Pittsburgh show up for baseball games is on fireworks night or when a cool team comes to town, they don't come to see the pirates bum. Would you like to take it? Let me tell you it's a story. I'm 12 years old in 1979. The year, the year that we are family baseball team. 
Okay? The city thought that we couldn't we couldn't come from the ashes of Roberto Clemente, the greatest baseball player to ever play it. Don't even come at me with no Babe Ruth, okay? No Mickey Mantle, no uh, Ted Williams. Roberto Clemente is the greatest player to ever play the game. And you can come at me, you can fight me about it, and I'll come back at you. The guy had a cannon for an arm, he had 3,000 hits, and he was also a stand-up gentleman that lost his lives trying, lost his life trying to save other people's lives. Mickey Mantle was a jag-off, Babe Ruth was a jag-off, they never would have done anything like that, Okay. Berto Clemente, stand-up guy. 1979, we beat the Baltimore Orioles. In game seven, Kent DeColvey, great American pitcher. He's a, he's a submariner, as they called him. Okay? That's when the city of Pittsburgh, year in and year out, put faith in the Pirates doing something. Some season's not as good as others. But guess what? There ain't nobody going to Pittsburgh Pirate games anymore. And if baseball got their act together and maybe put a salary cap in there and maybe put more teams in playoffs, we might see more people coming to baseball games. Because guess what? Over 162-game season, people stop paying attention unless they are diehard baseball fans. Unless they, year in and year out, care about the baseball team. Guess what? There ain't many. You sell out football games, you sell out hockey games, you sell out NBA games, but Jins can't sell out a pirate game to save your life. And people are caring less and less in the city of Pittsburgh. A once proud franchise of legends of the game. Nah, a perennial joke. People forget that we even made the playoffs. Like, didn't you go to playoffs? Yeah, we, still, we lost in the NLDS. You need more teams in more playoff situations. You need less games in the regular season, and you need to play this better. Baseball. Because guess what? You can't do that in NBA. You can't do that in hockey, and you can't do it in football. You know why? Because of injuries. Baseball players are rarely injured. They play 162 games. Their bodies are broken down. If you shorten the season... You'd save pitchers' elbows, you could put in a salary cap, and you'd make the players more happy because guess what? You give them more time off because baseball players just are constantly on the road. They don't know their families. It's a bad scene. Baseball's real tough. Baseball's got to look in on itself and try and figure something out to bring fans back to the game. That's it. That's it. you got to do something about it because get – Making the game faster with pitch counts and clocks and all that kind of stuff ain't going to do nothing. Games are still going to be long and they're still going to be slow. That's how baseball is. You got to make less games, make more playoff teams. You don't think people are more excited about the playoffs than that? They're more excited. Playoff baseball is actually pretty cool because guess what? There's something on the line. People don't start caring about baseball until September. It's something to do in the summertime when you just hang out with your buddies. Oh, I sat in the, in the bleachers at Wrigley Field, bucket list. Who won? I don't know who I saw on the field, and I don't care. People go to PNC Park. It's the most gorgeous park in baseball. I don't care. Any other park, you can tell me, and you go shove it. If Giants Park, goo, whoopee daisy, it's on the water. We're on a three river with the city skyline in the background. It's gorgeous. It's a great place to see a baseball game. Guess what? Every baseball game you go to see, more than likely they're going to lose. And you know what people in Pittsburgh don't like? A loser. Because guess who's losing right now? The Pittsburgh Steelers. They stink. 
The offense stinks. The defense can barely keep it together because guess what? They're exhausted. It's like that time. It's like when your mom tells you to run to the mailbox and run back and she's going to time you because she just wants to get the mail and you didn't want to go outside to get the mail. It's freezing outside. You come back in your <laughs> what I get except the whole game. That's that's what the defense is like. DJ Waters hurt. Everybody's hurt. We can't do nothing because we're on the field the whole daggum time. Bum, when you're right, you're right. A bum. When you're right, you're right. Are, are the Pittsburgh Steelers right now are gassed, and it is week four. It's week four. I'm going to read you guys some, some four-game stats right now, okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers have 71 total first downs after four games. It's okay. Their opponents that they've played have 79, so it's not that big of a disparity, Okay. We have 22 of 54 third down conversions. 22 of 54. It's not even half. Is that bad? It's not good. We are 0 for 5 on fourth down. Classic Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, who, and I will, brought us to once two Super Bowls, one, one, lost one. Okay? That is a time of the past. I don't know who calls the plays on fourth down, but whoever it is, Let's stop calling those plays. They stink. Our, our fourth down play calling is horrendous. Every time I see another team get one on fourth down, I think, can Mike Tomlin or his coaching staff watch what they did? No, I know our offensive line is in shambles. It's tar paper. instead. You put the tar paper on the roof, you forgot to put shingles, and now your roof is leaking. Okay? Your roof, or it's a leaky roof. We have been outgained by over 200 yards total. Our offense, our average offensive play is 4.9 yards. So five yards an offensive play. But none of those plays are, I, I don't know how that doesn't equate to more. But overall, these stats, they're not, they're not terrible, but they're not great. And I don't know. We have 986 total passing yards. Do you know how many total rushing yards we have? How many total rushing yards we have after four weeks? And this is the big deal. We got to run the ball. We, we just, we don't have an offensive line for which Najee Harris can run back. And guess what? Ben Roethlisberger, he's not mobile at all. So if the pocket, that used to be his bread and butter. If the pocket got flushed, he could get out of anything. He doesn't have that anymore. And our offensive line is giving him, doing him no favors. Najee Harris, total rushing yards over the whole team. 221 total rushing yards being outgained almost two to one by the other team. 221 rushing yards. Franco Harris is screaming at his, however he consumes the game. Jerome Bettis is screaming. Rocky Blyer is screaming. Barry Foster, Chris Fumatu Maafala, Merrill Hodge, great running backs in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we draft this stud from Alabama, and we we are we just nope we what we stink. Bum, what do you think? I gotta be honest, Josh. I thought Najee Harris. I think he's a great weapon, and we are just keeping him in the holster. We run him. We play him on every daggum play, and he st- and he can't do nothing because there's no offensive creativity on the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's none. There's absolutely no creativity. Matt Canada should just go coach in the Canadian Football League. 
in a, his last name's Canada for crying out loud. It ain't Kenyatta. Cause there's a lot Kenyatta here in Southern California where Josh lives. It ain't spelled like that. It's spelled Canada. And he is ice cold like Canada most of the year. Yin's ever been up to Canada? It's friggin' freezing. You think Pittsburgh's cold in the wintertime? You think Pittsburgh's cold in the wintertime? Go to Canada and think your clothes are going to work. You got to wear long johns outside 90% of the time in Canada. Ain't got global warming up there yet. I mean, they probably do. Okay, I'm no climate change denier, but I'd imagine it's all over. But it's still friggin' freezing up there in Canada. It can still go ice fishing and, and skate on ponds like we used to be able to do back in Pittsburgh. Matt Canada has no idea what's going on. I think Ben Roethlisberger still thinks he can chuck it. Listen, I saw Josh Allen make a throw on Sunday on a rope. Patrick Mahomes on a rope. Derek Carr even on a rope. Aaron Rodgers, 165 years old. He's still got a ball on a rope. Ben Roethlisberger's ball, the way he throws the ball right now, Looks like me in a backyard game with my 10-year-old, my 11-year-old niece where I don't want to throw too hard because I, I don't want to hit her in the face, so I just lob it. That's Ben's ball. We throw it on little dink and dunks or 15-yard outs and hope for a friggin' penalty. And it ain't no way to play offense. It ain't no way. We have seven total touchdowns in four games. Seven Last week, Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns in one game. No, I ain't saying that Ben Roethlisberger ever had the talent of Patrick Mahomes. But guess what? When he was at his best, he was friggin' awesome. And right now, this is, I mean, this is real bad, guys. And we ain't got nobody backing him up. Bum, let me, let me give you a couple other, uh, let me give you a couple of bad stats. We are minus two in the turnover ratio. We have two rushing touchdowns. Four passing touchdowns. We have zero touchdowns returning special teams. Nothing like that ever happens because all that ever happens is penalties. And we have one defensive touchdown. TJ Watt coming back into the game really helped. Okay. But still, if you can't get the if you can't get the team off the field, what is it? What does it matter? The defense, the defense is just gonna be exhausted. We're last place in the AFC North. Last place. Four games. Now. One and three does not a season make, but hope matters. And guess what? Our hope level right now is low. And we are playing the Denver Broncos in Denver, I believe. Let me just look. Let me see. I think right now Denver is giving us six and a half points. Okay. It's at Heinz Field. It's at home. It's a 10 a.m. game. They wouldn't play 10 a.m. in Denver because it's too early. Okay. At Heinz Field. Our, the Broncos offense ranks 17th. Ours ranks 27th. We're 27. We're not even the worst. And that's embarrassing. That's a bummer. Because you got to imagine it's probably like the Jets and the Jags. They stink too. But but to put this in, in perspective, Mike Tomlin knows that it's not going to get much better than Ben Roethlisberger. And that is a gigantic problem. Josh, it's an awful problem. We've been hanging our hat on dang, on, on dang Mason Rudolph. He went 500. Everybody acted like it was a miracle. If he it's only taken us to 500, what are we holding on to him for? We got to go find somebody. 
And listen, if Ben, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come and play in Pittsburgh next year, I'd welcome him with open arms for the next three to four years, however long he wants to play in Pittsburgh. Pay him whatever the hell he wants, because whatever we got ain't working. We are last in the league in rushing. Last in the league in rushing. Last. What happened to running the... We ain't got nobody to run behind. Last. You know what that does to Ben Roethlisberger? Makes him throw the ball every friggin' Don and exactly know what they're going to do. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, uh, big game James Washington, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. You, you can't open up a passing game without some sort of rushing attack at all. Our defense is 16th, our passing 16th. We can't win games when we're this bad. Just can't. You can't win games. Something's got to happen. And, I, and as a negative Nancy, stay negative Pittsburghians are like I am. The bum ain't got no hope. Okay? It's like walking in an Eden Park, think you're going to get a five-star meal. It's a diner, the food's okay, and it's cheap. Don't get the breakfast burrito. It tastes like a car tire. Don't even get me started about what we're going to what we need to do. We know what we need to do. I'm sorry. But if you look at really good coaches, okay? They got what's called a coaching tree. And Mike Tomlin's coaching tree is a dying bush in my grandma's front yard that she forgot to water all summer long. How did she forget to water it? We don't know. But it's dead. Mike Tomlin's coaching tree is absolutely embarrassing. Ain't nobody ever left our staff in Pittsburgh and got a head coaching job anywhere else. We go through offensive coordinators like my dad goes through pants on holidays. He's got 97 pairs of pants. He needs to wear a new pair of pants to every holiday occasion. He got ones with candy canes on them. He's got ones that are plaid. He got ones with deer on them. He wants to make sure everybody sees all his holiday pants because he spends so much damn money on them. And my, my, my mom is pissed about it. Our, our offensive coordinator, and maybe they're being hamstrung by Ben. We don't know. Maybe there's a book going to be, be, be published about the inner workings of Ben Roethlisberger. But I got to be honest, I don't think he's that deep. I just think Ben Roethlisberger still thinks he's awesome and he's just not as good as he used to be. He's just not. And it hurts. It hurts because the man brought us two Super Bowls and took us to a third and played terrible, but we still had a chance of winning that game in Dallas. And since Dallas, since Dallas... That Super Bowl in Dallas against the Green Bay Packers, which we lost, we have just perennially not showed up in the playoffs. We lost to Tim Tebow in the playoffs. Bum, it's still one of the worst days of my Steeler life. Okay? Let's, let's just look at the Pittsburgh Steelers playoff history. Okay, Bum? Pittsburgh Steelers. Playoff history since we lost that Super Bowl. Let's just look at it since 2000. Okay. Let's just, let's, here we go. Okay. We are overall as a team, we are 36 and 26 in the playoffs. Okay. Now, here we go. 2000 and uh, here we go. 
2014, we lost in the wild card. 2011, we lost in the wild. So 2010, we lost the Super Bowl. 2011, we lost the wild. We lost the wild card to the Denver Broncos. 2014, we lost the wild card to. Who did we lose to that in that game? Son of a, I don't know. Where is it? Okay, hold on. Anyway, we lost in the wild card. 2015, we made it. Lost to the division. Okay. 2016, we lost in the AFC Championship. That was the game where we showed up against the New England Patriots and decided not to cover Chris Bell or Chris whatever his name was. The, the, in 2016, the New England Patriots destroyed us in the AFC Championship game. Mike Tomlin shows up to games against the New England Patriots when Tom Brady was a quarterback and when Bill, and Bill, Bill Belichick's the coach and, and has no idea what to do. He gets outcoached every single time. Every time. 2017, we lost in a divisional round. We were 13-3 and three that season. We won the division. We got... We... <clears throat> okay. Well, don't go to the playoffs in 2018-2019. Last year, we lose in the wild card. Two, the Cleveland friggin' Browns. Okay? We stink. We have stunk in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin hasn't done a thing. Guys, we lost in the wild card, lost in the wild card, lost in the division, lost in the conference final, lost in the division, lost in the wild card. I think we're three and five. Three and five in the playoffs since we, we, last, since we lost the Super Bowl in 2010. Now, a lot of teams would kill us for playoff appearances, but this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. We do not expect to just make the playoffs. We expect to win the Super Bowl every single year. It is a proud franchise with a history of doing that. Okay, we've won six of them. There aren't there are there aren't many franchises out there that expect to win the Super Bowl every year. You got the Dallas Cowboys. That's their expectation. Every team, every coach may say the goal is to win the Super Bowl, but everybody in Detroit knows if they go eight and eight, everybody's celebrating. Detroit is the Pittsburgh Pirates right now of the National Football League. Okay, there are high expectations in Pittsburgh, and this team is just not living up to them. And Ben Roethlisberger unfortunately just he's not what he used to be and he the team him we gave him that opportunity we gave him the Kobe Bryant contract and I don't want to talk ill of Kobe Bryant because he was a great Laker brought them five championships okay he passed away tragically but that final year of Kobe Bryant's contract, he hamstrung the Lakers for a long time until they got LeBron James again, okay? He made so much money, they couldn't get anybody else in there, and he wanted to go out in a swan song, he wanted to make his money, and he wanted to score 60-some in the last game. Ben Roethlisberger, the, football is not the NBA. This, this situation, and here's the thing, if we lose a ton of games, do we draft a quarterback? Do we draft only offensive line? Because this quarterback class coming out of this season, there isn't one like giant stand. There isn't the Trevor Lawrence, and even he is showing in Jacksonville how hard it is to be an NFL quarterback, especially with a stinky team. The, the Steelers need to look in on themselves and do something about it because it is bad. Josh, you mind if I step in here? No bum. Yeah, you do what you got to do. Let me tell. Let me bum. Let me tell you something. Okay, here's the thing. 
All of our franchises are once old, are now aging rapidly, okay? Sidney Crosby is old. Ben Roethlisberger is old. Evgeny Malkin is old. We don't have young talent in there at the extremely important positions, okay, to win big football games and go to the playoffs. Listen, the entire team in the NFL, and I don't care what you say, there's only one position that matters. Truly, truly, truly. All the other positions are needed, okay? But there ain't anybody back there throwing a football to the receivers and doing a hell of a job running the game, we ain't going to win. It's the only sport where that's like that, okay? LeBron still needed Anthony Davis. LeBron needed other people. Sidney Crosby needs a supporting cast. Sidney Crosby can't do it all on his own. If you have a great quarterback, look at what you can do. I'm telling you right now, if Stefan Diggs or, or uh, who's the, I mean, the best running backs in football, I'm, I'm talking about receivers. If you get Stefan Diggs, Amari Cooper, uh, any of these top receivers coming to our offense, they're still not going to get, they're not going to get it. You can have the best receiver in football, but if you ain't got nobody throwing to him, it don't matter. It don't matter. Spreading out an offense to a bunch of different receivers, and it doesn't matter if he can't hit them. If he's constantly pressured, it don't matter. Listen, I know we're only one and three, but it ain't going to look good. We're going to probably be four and 13. Maybe, maybe five and 12. If I was a gambling man, I got a problem. I had to stop doing it about 15 years ago. If I was a gambling man, and Josh, you listen to me on this gamble. Go right now to Vegas and put money on 4-13 and 5-12 and because that's probably what the Steelers are going to be. If we make it to 500, everybody gets a stake on me because we ain't that good. And it's going to be real tough come around November, December, putting people in seats in Heinz Field when it's freezing out to see a loser. Listen, my mom don't go to games past October. I don't blame her. It's freezing in Pittsburgh. You think I want to sit outside and watch us lose to Cincinnati? Oh, we already lost to them at home. You think I want to sit outside and watch us lose to Cleveland? Lose to Baltimore? Lose to some sham sham teams? A shell of its former self? Watch Ben limp out like this? This is a travesty. Instead of drafting a running back in the draft, and who knows? Maybe next year, Najee Harris is an absolute stud. We should have drafted 157,000 offensive linemen. And then just kept playing them until we found somebody, found people to do the offensive lineman job. We should have drafted all of them. I don't care. Because guess what? You can't, you can't do anything behind a, a terrible offensive line. And instead, we draft a running back. and everything. We didn't do it right. Got another linebacker. Got another. Secondary stinks and the O-line stinks. If the O-line was even half decent, I bet Ben would be looking better. And if the secondary was even half decent, we're just old. We're old. It's, let's just admit, like, admit to what's going on. We're friggin' old, okay? We're a waitress at an old family restaurant with two fake hips and two fake knees who some, for some reason still waiting tables. And you feel bad for Janice, but she's still there. And you tip her, hopefully that adds to her retirement. 
Ben Roethlisberger is on toothpicks. One of these days, somebody will break his leg because he's back there. He ain't mobile, and there ain't no offensive line. Ben, just start taking knees. If you think you're going to get sacked, just take a knee because we don't want we don't want to see you being wheeled off the, off the field. At least go off somewhat positive. I can't imagine what his body feels like after a football game, but it ain't good. And that's all the bums got to say about that. Because guess what? This weekend, Denver's three and one. We're one and three. If we beat Denver, I'll, I'll do this entire show next week without, without no pants on. Bum, please just keep your pants on. Okay. We, the entire, nobody can see it. It's just a podcast. No, it doesn't do anything for any. The only person that gets to see your pants is me and no pants. I don't want to see you sitting around in just your underwear or your dingling flapping around. Okay. I don't want, I don't want to see that. All I want to see is somehow, some way, Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe if the if Pittsburgh Steelers lose this week and go to one and four, just pack it up. Start the practice squad. I don't want to waste TJ Watt. I don't want to waste Najee Harris. It's a waste of a season. We're in, we're in we're in Jets territory. We're in we're in Jaguars territory. We used to be in Browns territory. The Browns are somehow good. They got a good coach in Kevin Stefanski, and he's doing great things there. They got a running game. They have an offensive line. They have a quarterback that can manage a game. Somehow, in some weird alternate universe, we beat the Buffalo Bills in week one. Buffalo Bills are a legit Super Bowl team. They're a Super Bowl team for the first time in a long time. Well, I mean, last year and the year before. Still, when they got Josh Allen. So we either need to draft and build or we need to somehow sign some better players. But right now, bum, right now, Things are about the winner is coming, Pittsburgh. Winner is coming. Josh, I never watched that show, but I get the reference. At Night King with his eyes are coming for us, and it ain't good. Let's end here on a positive note because we here at the Good People Association, and thanks for including me, Josh. No problem, bum. We got you. A bum. We here at the Good People Association like to, like to end on something positive. So, guess what? The Penguins won last night in a preseason game against Buffalo, and we were in the top 10, uh, the Sports Center top 10 with a sick goal. Okay? And maybe the Penguins come out this year and shock the world, and we win a Stanley Cup. The bum will be forever corrected. He's still got hope for them Pittsburgh Penguins. Long season ahead, but still jammed and psyched about it. But he ain't psyched about week in and week out sitting in front of his TV just being angry. It ain't a way to live. Steelers, pick it up. Bum, thanks for coming, being a part of the show. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to the Pittsburgh people to, that are just sitting through whatever this is. People that have to write articles, people that have to do podcasts, people that have to be positive about a possibility of us doing something. Is it bad? As I always say. It's not good. Thanks for subscribing. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the feed here. Check out Blue Wire. Check out the Good People Association. Check out the Positivity Report every Monday that I host. Every Monday, every weekday that I host. And check out Josh Pretty every Friday live at 2 p.m. Thank you for being here, Bob. Thank you, Josh. I'm going to go get a pierogi and a, and a hoagie. That's how I put the pierogies in the hoagie. A little bit of salami, a little bologna, a little jumbo. That's not how that goes. All right. We'll see you guys next week. This has been the Pittsburgh Sports and Ad Podcast with Josh McCuga and...
A bum. The bum. Be good out there. Try and stay positive. It's a long season. We got hockey coming. Maybe just watch your kids' sports. Maybe high school football. Pitt's winning. Some. Penn State's pretty good. If you're a Penn State fan, live in Pittsburgh. Start rooting for Penn State. It might be the only bright side, but we're going to Iowa, and we never lose. And Penn State never wins in Iowa. Maybe this year's the year. Maybe James Franklin figured it out. Put it. Guess what James Franklin figured out? He put in a secondary. Who knew? See you next week. Thanks, bum. Thank you all. See you next week. Steelers.